Welcome to Cambridge Stronger, where culture counts and values matter most. I'm your host, Amy Weber, and joining us today is the president and CEO of Marshall Greslack, Scott Marshall. Thank you for joining us today, Scott. Uh, it's great to be here, Amy. 19 years almost. I looked it up. Can you believe it? Yeah. We've been together. We've been working together for almost 19 years. I don't know how that happens when we're only 25. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I mean, I'm, it's a good thing that we both start because we're about the same age, I think, if I remember correctly. But we were both 12 when we started at Cambridge. And, you know, and, and uh, you know, we were young then, but we've, uh, we've, we've accomplished a lot, I think. That's right. I think we have, too. So that's a great segue, great place for us to start. Tell me your story. How'd you get started in the profession? And more importantly, ending up with how did you get where you are today? All of the success you've had. I have an interesting story. I do have an idea. Uh, uh, I have an interesting story, uh, probably different, not, not, not uncommon from some people, but you know, most people that know me know that my father was one of the, one of the first CFPs in the country. And, and the, the people, so people meet me, they assume I'm, I, you know, I work for him and I came up through that. And I really didn't. I've never worked with my father in, in my life. I mean, I, he didn't want to hire me. He wanted me to find my own way. And I had no interest in, in, you know, in financial planning at all. And I actually met a guy that, you know, knew my father well and had bought a the old 403B piece of, of my father's business when he didn't, you know, was looking to get rid of it at a, at a Christmas party. And he talked me into possibly coming to work. And, and I went to work for that guy. This is a long time ago now. And, and I was there, uh, you know, I, I attended bar at night and studied and, and drove an hour and 15 minutes to, to the office and worked under him. And that's how I got started. You know, I think that is unique from my experience because most of the time, so our industry is full of family member stories of how somebody gets interested in our business. And it is a little unusual. Not I, I've run into a few others whose mentors that were also family members maybe told them to go cut their teeth somewhere else. But the fact that you have built such an amazing machine there and never having worked with your father. I'm sure you did talk about the business over the dinner table now and then and those kinds of things. Did you <laughs> we, use him we, as a mentor? Yes, of course I did. And I don't mean to make him sound like a like a bad guy either because he's he's still one of my best friends in the world and, and we're very close and we still talk about business all the time, even especially now that he's retired, he wants to help all he can. You know, I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta keep him out of the office as much. He's a distraction. <laughs> I've heard that happens. Uh, yes, I tell people yes. around here to make sure when I become a distraction, it's time mm -hmm. to tell me to go find something else to do. <laughs> this is my story. Talk about your business today. You know, take us from that point where you just left off through to where you are today. So my original focus was really in the in the 403B marketplace, which is a difficult marketplace for sure. My mom was a teacher. My sister's a teacher. You know, I had and my grandparents were teachers. I, you know, I had some experience there, and 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 that's really how I got started. I mean, I, you know, really, and that's a tough way to cut your teeth. I mean, I used to joke like I, you know, drive drive an hour and fifteen minutes to Philadelphia on a Monday night for an eight thirty appointment to sign somebody up to do a thirty five dollar a month contribution, and that's 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 a tough tough way to get started. But there were so many lessons that were learned along the way. And how to communicate, you know, how to 
how to work with, 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 with clients that, that didn't have a lot of knowledge there. So 403B is not a big part of our industry anymore. The laws have changed a lot and it's, it's a different animal now. Really what we've done and, and over the years is we've transformed into a personal financial planning for families company. And you know we still do some group work, but very minimal now. Really we do very personal financial planning in every aspect for the clients that come through the door. It's a great job. Talk about why it's great. Well, I, you know, it's, it's, it's a great job because, you know, I actually, and I, and I think, I think most people in our industry would say that, you know, I think that the, the ones that wouldn't say that probably are still, still building up or still working to get where they are. And, and I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm where I want to be. We've got a long way to go, but, but we really get to help people like really help people. And, and it's, it's not that hard for us with our knowledge base and, and what we do and, and all that we learn. And, and we get to help people make their lives better and, and have a nice life ourselves. You know, I, I have some flexibility in my hours more so than ever before. It is a good job. So back when you got started, Scott, I imagine some of those teachers that you were meeting with in the early days were a little older than you were. Um, any, yeah. any advice for young people who are trying to start their business and inevitably the clientele is going to be some generation older than them, at least some period of the time. What do you have to do to, to obtain, you know, get the confidence of right. those, somebody that's older than you are when you don't have the gray hair? Right. I mean, I, you know, back in the day I was, I was 20, 25 trying to convince a 65 year old who was retiring from the system to roll over their their state pension into an IRA with me. And that's a tough, that's a, it, it was a tough thing for, to, to identify with their, their needs and for them, you know, to feel like I was, I, I really understood their situation. And it, it's, it's not an easy thing. It comes with experience. You, you know, it comes with, you know, you have to have, and you have to have empathy. You have to have knowledge about the situation. It can't just be sales. I mean, it, you're selling yourself, but it's not sales. If you're going into a meeting trying to, to show, as a young rep trying to show the client that you're selling a better product than somebody else, you're not going to get that one. It's just not going to happen. You're selling yourself and it's very hard when you're young and we're talking about a generation or two generations difference. It's, it's very, very hard, but it, but it can be done and you know, keep your chin up. I can remember thinking, man, I wish I had some gray hair. I wish I looked a little bit older. And then one day I woke up, Amy, and it wasn't a problem anymore. You know? I say the same thing about wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a few wrinkles. Everybody would treat me differently. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, they still would. It's just the opposite, right? <laughs> See, yes, yes, so it seems at times, doesn't it? Give me an idea of how many people are in your organization. What does it take okay. to run a business and to do what you do from a business owner standpoint? Mm -hmm. So we're very small. I had the benefit of watching my, my father's company and they grow substantially, you know, to the, to the point that they had, I think, employees in the, in, in the mid-20s to high-20s at one point and, you know, uh, multiple planners and everything else there. And, and I saw that and there's a lot of good that comes with that. There's also a lot of negatives that come with being a big operation. And I really didn't want that. I'm not very good at managing people like, like you are. I, I'm not, that's not my strong point at being a manager, you know, being, being that I like to do financial planning. I like to work with clients. And so to keep it small, in our organization, it's, it's Andy and I, and Andy, I hired out of college 
he's been with me ever since. Gosh, he's getting close to 20 years now too. And then I have Jackie, who's my admin, and she's all everything all the time. You know, she's tremendous. Andy's tremendous too. And it's really the three of us. I probably need to hire at least one person in the next six months to to a year. But we work, we better work together well. And we really do. And I have to be very very careful bringing in somebody else because it has to be that dynamic. I don't want to lose this dynamic. So, but yeah, we're very small compact that, you know, any client could call any one of us at any given time. Andy or Jackie could talk to them about everything I know just as well as I could. I think the lesson there is there's different models in our industry and not uh, one size fits all. So that flexibility is attra- should be attractive to somebody who's thinking about perhaps entering our business because there's so many different ways that they can take it. There is. And, and there's not wrong ways. I mean, I, I see business models and had lunch with an, uh, another very, very successful Cambridge rep uh, a couple weeks ago, and, and their model's totally different than ours. And, I, and it was interesting talking about it because they do some things I think are really cool I'd like to incorporate, and we do some things totally different that I know they, he was like, wow, wow, you know, and, but I, I was very lucky I got to watch my father's model, which was extremely successful in that big model, and I got, and not everybody had that experience that I have had, but I mean, that's what's so great about Cambridge, that's what's so great about things like this, too, is, is, is the communication where I, you know, I could call anybody anybody in the broker dealer just about be, you know, introduce myself and say, Hey, how are you doing this? Or I could call the home office. They say, Hey, you know what? You should talk to so-and-so at the next meeting and see, you know, cause they're do- looking to do the same thing. And so that that's, you know, I don't need to tell you that. Great transition. So let's talk about the fact that you are well-loved within our company for sure. That's why we honored you with the spirit at Cambridge. What did that mean to you? What did it feel like to ha- to know that our 900 employees all got a vote and you came out in the top three? Yeah, that's pretty cool. That was really an honor. That meant a lot to me. And, and you know, because I, I felt the same way. I mean, I, you know, you know, there's lots of lots of options out there for everybody in this business. There's lots of options, but we made the right choice many, many years ago when we came to Cambridge and, and you know, you and I are a perfect example. I mean, how much of our lives have changed? Realistically, we only get to talk once or twice a year because, you know, at the conferences, you're so busy and I'm, run, you know, everybody's so busy. But, you know, how things, things have changed. You know, I could sit down with you after not seeing you for a year and it's like we're old friends, you know, and we could talk about the same things. But it's not just you. I mean, there's a there's hundred people at Cambridge I could probably do the same thing with. And these people are my friends. I really value them. And, and to get that, that honor, that felt good. You know, it felt good that, you know, not only do I feel that way, but the, the people of, and the employees of Cambridge feel the same way. And it was a tremendous honor. Uh, Well-deserved. You, you made an interesting point about friends, almost borderline family sometimes. And I, financial professionals across the board often feel that way about their clients. It's sometimes difficult to get them to understand that we feel the same way about you as our clients. Right. And that's another gift I think this industry gives people, which is the opportunity to meet, work with, spend time with, and develop deep relationships with a lot of other individuals that they may never otherwise have met, whether that be your clients or people on the other side that are serving you. Mm -hmm. So I like to keep trying to explain to people who aren't in our industry considering a second career or younger generations um, that I think there's a lot of misunderstanding out there about what we do and why we do it. So much, so much. And, and, you know, I love when people refer to me as a broker, 
or even an asset manager. I don't even like that term, honestly, because that's so far removed from what we do. It's a different world. I mean, we, you know, I'm a financial planner, you know, I'm a, I'm a friend. My clients are, are my friends or there's a relationship. And if there isn't, I, I, I really, you know, even though they might be valuable to me, you know, as far as what I can get paid, I don't really want them as clients because we're not going to be able to do what we need to do if you don't trust us, if you don't feel comfortable with us. And that's one of the very first things I see in new client meetings. I, I say to them is, is, you know, you, we're going to talk here for 45 minutes now. We're going to give you a bunch of questions and you'll know at the end of that, if you feel comfortable working with us and we'll probably know how we can help you. So let's pivot a little bit on the personal side. I know that you spend a lot of your time outside of work with being a dad and a husband, but where do you find your inspiration? Share with our audience from your viewpoint what you do when you're not working, when you're not taking care of those family members. I have an interesting family makeup. Now, it probably isn't interesting. Everybody's got a story, but I, I have it a little bit different in that, that my oldest son, Jackson, who's 17 now, is on the spectrum. And he's doing magnificent. He's a just an awesome kid. But his early childhood, it was really hard. Um, you Seventeen. Know, wow. I know. Seriously, he still seems like he's five. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> to I, me. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't eat like he's five. That's for sure. You know, I have another son, Riley, who's an amazing, amazing kid too. And then my wife, my partner, Jamie, who's who's just the super mom. You know, has chronic health problems that she's battled for over a decade now. And, and so, so I have some responsibilities out of the home that, that not everybody has. I mean, everybody has a different story, but they are my inspiration. You know, I, I see my wife, you know, when I know she's got to be feeling awful and, and get up and do, do things, you know, for the boys and for, for me, when, when all she wants to do is lay in bed because every bone and every joint in her body hurts. I see my son, you know, walk in to do his presentation. And when I know this is like the hardest thing in the world to him, and yet to me, it would be easy and see how he deals with his anxiety in these are mountains. And a lot of that stuff, you know, we all have different things that, that, that isn't, that's, it would be easy for me, but I see, and, and they're my inspiration, all, all my family, that, like everybody. I mean, I, you know, but they are truly my inspiration, all of them. Certainly there are challenges, but I know that you and your family have risen above them over and over again, but that has to make you a better financial professional, a better financial planner for your clients. You've got to have clients who are also experiencing some of those types of obstacles in their life. And maybe you can relate to them on a, you know, a really personal level. You know, I think empathy is certainly part of our business. I, I think that, that everybody has, has different levels, but you know, <laughs> it's true though. I mean, everybody's, everybody takes their challenges and successful people anyway, I think that, you know, take their challenges and they, they find ways to make, have them make them better people. So, and certainly with what I've experienced dealing with, with the medical system, dealing, you know, with, with autism in Asperger's or what used to be called, I have experience with those things where somebody who comes in and has a special needs child or somebody that comes in and is suffering from, you know, chronic autoimmune problems. I, I, <laughs> I can be an expert on that too, I guess, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I would be naive to not agree with you hundred percent. 
What about hobbies? Do you have any time for hobbies at all? I do. I have time for, I, you know, I'm a bad golfer that I don't play as much. I don't have a lot of time to play. I coach my younger son's soccer team. I'm the assistant coach and I have been in the same team for five years now. We started as the Bad News Bears and now we're, uh, we're one of the really good soccer teams in a, in a really soccer rich area. I love that. Parent coaches, in my opinion, have a special place in heaven because it's one thing to take care of your own kids and raise your own kids, but to volunteer, because I know most parent coaches are not highly paid, <laughs> or to volunteer, paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. corral, especially I think a team of boys that are energetic and that kind of thing. Congratulations, because it's pretty awesome that uh, without people like you stepping up and doing that, I don't know where those kids would be. Yeah, it's we live in a good area, but it, it's funny because the the challenges that were there four years ago are not the challenges that, that are, we're dealing so much more with personalities and at 14 and 15 year olds, you know, man, you, you, you deal with some of these kids, you realize what a miserable time in your life that was so many emotions, so many hormones, you know, it's just not easy, but thank you. No, it's, 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 it's an honor. And there's a reason I'm not the head coach too, Amy. I'm just the assistant coach, public relations. We like to call it. Yeah. Before we wrap up, Scott, can you boil down the most important thing you've learned in life and what was your life like before you actually learned it? How did you work through that lesson? Oh, man, that's so hard. I think that probably the birth of, of my son, you know, and, and some of the struggles that we had as and Jamie and I had but we, and he had initially in, in the first few years of his life, I think I learned that I'm not the most important person, you know, and the things that seemed important to me before were all of a sudden not important anymore. And I think my wife would agree, like the, the things that we thought were important before we, we had our kids were not, they just aren't, and they still aren't. Like family is what's important. And, you know, I don't mean to make like sound like I'm being selfish when I say that, but when you're young and, and, you're, and you're busy and you're running around and you're doing well, and you're you know, going out to dinner, you're, you're you know, hanging out with friends and, and all of a sudden that stuff didn't matter anymore. Our family mattered and anything we could do for our family mattered. And man, did that make me a better person. That's great. Love listening to it. Well, Scott, you are perfect candidate to be on this podcast because you are explaining what Cambridge Stronger is all about. We are really honored to continue to have you as a part of our family. And I appreciate you coming on here and sharing your story, both personally and professionally with our audience. I know it makes a difference. So thank you. Oh, it was such an honor. Thanks for having me. I'll make time for this kind of stuff anytime. You know that, Amy. But let's talk more than a couple times a year, especially since we haven't been able to see each other face to face for a while. I know, right? Right. One day this will end, that's, right? That's right. We have to keep looking <laughs> forward, my friend. That's right. That's Take right. Care. Thanks so much, Amy. Thank Take care, you. guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Cambridge Stronger. I invite you to listen to my podcast episodes where I have candid conversations with genuine inspirational financial professionals and leaders within this fiercely independent financial services industry. The best of the best, the strongest of the strongest. You can listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and the Podbean app. If you like what you've heard, please give us a review and head on over to our blog for more content at CambridgeStronger.com. That's CambridgeStronger.com.